0: If you don't want to me, then keep it clean, fellas. Trim those heads and get the 20% off at Manscaped plus free shipping with the promo code AFN at manscaped.com.
1: What's going on, people? What is going on? This is your man, Six Man K Styles, and you are now tuning into the Six Man Combo. Let's get it. people what is going on as you already know we jamming on tuesday night which means this is the six man combo i am your host the six man k styles join with me as usual the mad scientist mad my sports y'all already know what it is today
0: we got a good
1: little treat for y'all tonight. So before we go ahead and get started on it, what are those three special words that we got going
0: on? And
1: today's we Whisper, Big Ant, Joseph, Thorpe, Andrew G. We got the coach in the building, Low Ski, Rally 1090, John Higgins, Brian Peoples, Drew the True Statement, and Cole Basie, ATL Leo, Ted Sports and Gaming, we got Michael Walker. Jerry Bowie, Keyshawn Black, Ephraim Jones, Ody TV. We got Michael in the building. Not Mad Mike, but we got Michael in the building. We got Sherman Wood, D. Sloan, Damian Beard, Rico Three One Two, and Nathan Floyd. And we got Devontae in the building. And Sonya, my, my player partner Sonya, she just popped that here too. So let's go ahead and get this thing cracking here. And three. Two. Boom. Right, people. Let's go ahead and get into this, man. Um, I think this is gonna be a very interesting topic because this is one of the main talking points we have been hearing for the last few weeks. If you don't know if you haven't seen what the title of this show is tonight, we're trying not, we're trying to get the focus away from talking about um Boogerface, and we kind of moving on to some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Now. The major top the major topic of the show tonight is Marcus Mariota versus Desmond Ritter. Because this seems like this is going to be a topic we're going to keep hearing about until something until it feels like it's a necessary change to happen. Now. Now, Mike, I want you to bless me, bless me with this, with this question, bless me with the answer on this question I'm about to ask you. Now, so far, Falcons are two and three on the season, right?
0: Indeed.
1: Okay. The expectation of the Falcons at this point was to be zero and five. Am I correct? Exactly. Okay. Um, so where do you think you know what? Yeah, so hmm, I'm trying to word this right. How do you feel about Marcus Mariota? I know we talk about it all the time but we're going to isolate it tonight. How do you feel about Marcus Mariota?
0: Um, I think he's good enough to win a championship with. Um, I know that might shock a lot of people, but he's good enough to win a championship. Um, I think a lot of people and mainly the the media have put this spotlight on quarterbacks as they have to have um, they got to be Neo from the Matrix. They got to be the chosen one. They got to be number one overall pick. They got to be top five. Old, and they got to be able to throw the ball 100 miles an hour and throw the ball in the stands and have it bounce off the top of the roof and come back and somebody catch it, spin around in a circle and you know jump, hop, skip, and do all this other type of stuff. So um, that's not the case. All quarterbacks. <laughs> Well, what in <laughs> the NFL street? the NFL street?
1: Two is you talking about?
0: <laughs> I know you would like that one. <laughs> but that's that's the expectations. What player? And like I said, man, everybody think everybody's supposed to be Michael Vick with a Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady brain, as far as. Uh, well, I shouldn't say Tom Brady. I should say uh Peyton Manning brain with the Michael Vick legs and the Aaron Rodgers uh arm. Everybody thinks that's the way a quarterback should be, and it's just not that way. I, and I stick to my statement. Marcus Mariota is good enough to win a championship. But this is the kicker. It's all about the team. If you build the team the proper way where you have defense, on the offensive line, running game, Anybody can win a championship. We've seen this time and time again. This has been the formula for the Steelers for years until they started, thought they was good enough. They thought they had one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the universe and Ben Roethlisberger. So they started to change their own philosophy and then they end up going right back to what got them, um, you know, in that space to begin with. But it's running the ball, good offensive line, good defensive line. Uh, defensive front, so that's the recipe. So yes, I've said before, if Trent Dilfer can win a championship and do the bare minimum, why the hell can't Marcus Mariota? Okay. King Kill just said something else too. That's another name. Jimmy G could have won one. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah,
1: man, cause. I got some numbers here as far as where Marcus Mariota is so far this season for a lot of us that may know. Um, 71 completions on 123 attempts on 57 completion percentage, 926 yards, um, 7.5 yards per per attempt, four touchdowns, four interceptions, 12 sacks, seven fumbles. So, when we look at that, well, like I said, the majority of people kind of look at that and they look at that stat line. It was, um, it, 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 this is where you kind of see that I don't know because it's not it, – it, it's it, – it's, it's let me use a baseball reference here. He has Mendoza line numbers. For those that don't know what the Mendoza line is, that's batting 200. That's the median. So when you see him on the field, it you see plays where – you see where he can get, you see where, okay, he can take it to the promised land or get good, and then you see some of the mistakes. And I think people kind of harp in on the mistakes more so than what he does, what then the good things that he do. Um, And this is where the Desmond Ritter conversation comes in that, and, I got a question for everybody tuning in to this show tonight. I'm going to throw this out here. How many of, and I want everybody to be honest with this one. How many of y'all actually liked the Desmond Ritter pick from the get-go?
0: I would love to see the
1: comments be, for this. Be I'll be honest. Because, because because I remember certain names and certain comments. Like I said, like I said, be truthful now. I'm, I'm just because I'm just trying to see I'm trying to see if there's some folks in here with me. But the reason why I asked that question is because it's certain names that I've seen out here that has been calling for Desmond Ritter. Were the same guy that said that he was trash. Now, Mike, I got another question for you. Do you feel like what? Where? Nathan Floyd, I said that how did you honestly feel about when the Falcons drafted Desmond Ritter before the season started? But my question to you um, would be is what do you think it would take for the Falcons to actually pull the trigger on that for to start Desmond Ritter? What do you think that it would take for that?
0: And we ain't doing (laughs) shit. Look, we're winning games and we ain't doing shit as, 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 as far as, I wouldn't say we ain't doing anything. The passing game could be better. But this is where I say I pull everybody card and ask you guys this question. And most people say, I always say this. Well, he can't be any worse than how, – how come? You got the starter who's actually played in the NFL. What makes you guys think he's going to be better than the starter? There's a reason why he was named the starter to begin with. So what makes you guys, that's the question that I have, what makes you think that he's going to be better than what Ritter is doing, uh, uh, what Mariota is doing? Because we're still having the issue with communication as far as the wide receiver is concerned. They're dropping easy passes. And let's be real, Mariota has a big time arm, but it's not – one of those Brett Favre or Michael Vick type of on where they about to break your damn fingers off. Like he's not throwing, he doesn't throw that hard. So there's no reason for them to be dropping these passes. So what makes you think Mm -hmm. that bringing in a rookie who has never, ever played one game in the NFL as a NFL starter, in the regular season, what makes you think this team will be better when we're already having those issues right now? Yeah. Keyshawn Vlad just said something, too. Oh, hold on. Let me go ahead.
1: Kitty Pickett is struggling right now in Pittsburgh. So it's not always a guarantee to think that, okay, the answer is right there as far as a Desmond Ritter. Because like I said, as you know, a lot of people over here will tell you on the AFN unholy alliance side of the game that Desmond Ritter was actually a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. But the homie Devontae said something earlier here in the show. Let me go back up here and see if I can find it. God damn it. I done passed it. But he literally said, oh, here we go. He is where he needs to be on the side learning and it's okay.
0: I got a question for you. Go ahead, what you got for me? Do you know why they the job of a defensive assistant, offensive assistant, quarterback assistant, what is their job?
1: Their job is to, and I'm just gonna make a guess. I'm gonna make a guess on here. Because, like I said, I'm not the sharpest knife in the jaw, but my guess is to help incorporate the backups, keep them ready, just in Mm -hmm. case anything happens. But especially when you're dealing with, like, a rookie quarterback that you may have backing Mm -hmm. up a quarterback, it's their job to keep them in the loop as far as looking at game situations, see what Marcus uh-huh. Mariota is doing wrong, see what he's doing good and incorporate it into your skill system. Uh-huh. So what happens is is when your time comes, you've already been prepared for anything that happen. Mhm.
0: Uh-huh. I just I just threw a guess out there. I just wanted to make. I sure. mean that you're right on what I was going with. This is 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 essentially to assist the players on whatever the coach is thinking. Mm-hmm. That's a little that jump. Whatever the coach said, all right, I need you to be focused on this aspect of the game. I need you to be looking at, you know, whether it's the the cadence of the quarterback and um, how he gets to the line with a certain speed. He's looking at the clock. He's looking at the wide receivers. like, he's in this quarterback's ear time and time again where the coach can't be in the quarterback's ear. So that's why you have defensive assistants and things of that nature for them to sit back and be the voice of the head coach and teach whatever and, and kind of follow through whatever the head coach or the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator Uh, wants of them so that's why you have those assistants there to essentially be that because the coach can't the head coach can't always be there so that's why you have those guys there so it's at at the end of the day what we're talking about and when we talk about developmental players that's why you have the developmental players You have some players that don't develop and and we see this all over the league because they don't have an a great support system behind that particular head coach.
1: Dude, you folks you folks in here tripping. You talk about great Jared hit Tom Brady from the back, <laughs> hit him from the back. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like Ultra Shadow here said, man, uh, he said, folks got to be patient. I, he said, yeah, like I said, we want to see Ritter play, but. He needs to learn. And my and like I said, and Michael here, he actually hit one of the major talking points we're talking about. Once you put Ritter in, there's no turning back. You don't turn back from that. So if you put him in when he's not ready. and it doesn't get any better, like you said, there's no turning back from that because if I'm trying to think of that situation, let me ask you a question. Go ahead.
0: Go ahead. Go. Ahead. <laughs> yeah. 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 Since,
1: since we, since we over here uh, asking hey. question dialogue, rotating questions here. Let me, uh, let me ask you something. Um, How many quarterbacks have you seen in your lifetime? Well, i you going to say lifetime, but like in the last, i say maybe 15 years that were forced into those starting situations sooner than where they needed to be, and it was detrimental to them in their careers.
0: Whew. Um, a lot of people ain't going to believe me when I say this. But I think Cam Newton was kind of forced into a situation where he needed to learn how to be a quarterback. Mm. He relied too heavily on his athleticism, and he didn't learn the game properly. And he, you kind of see that uh, after 2015 – even yeah, you know, about 2015, 14, uh, fourteen, fifteen, where you see, yeah, he was making plays, but he was making plays running the ball. He wasn't making a lot of plays actual actually being a quarterback. So he never really learned how to be a quarterback. And then you see him now that he still has a little bit of athleticism. Yeah, he knows the game, but since he's never learned how to actually be a quarterback he's no good to the NFL right now. Even at a tender age of what, 32? The dude 32 years old. Yeah, he can still, yeah. that's a lot. I mean, Tom Brady, damn near half a century, and he's still playing. So, guys like him, um, whew, it's going to hurt a lot of Falcons fans to say this, but um, Michael Vick, he was forced into action. He wasn't ready. Dan, Dan uh, Reed did not want to play him. He wanted he wanted Chris Chandler to continue to play for the rest of the season until Michael Vick learned how to be a quarterback. And you know you can throw that's another name. Ryan Leaf is another guy. Like he just was never. I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a um cross that one out because I just think he was just fucking retard. I don't even like he. He was just retarded from the very beginning. I like, I think he had the necessary skill. He was just fucking retarded. Like he just he. He one of those guys. like I don't have to do anything. I'm, I'm Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a Kanye West of the. <laughs> he's he spoiled, just basically.
1: Yeah, he, he's, he's a spoiled, spoiled freaking
0: brat. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I don't even like. We gotta throw him out. David Carr is a guy. Like I think, you know, he had. If he had what it takes, but hell, he kept getting his brain splattered all on the damn ground. So, but it's quite a few guys. Like You can go up and down the roster, Joey Harrington for one. I think Joey Chris, Harrington. Chris, was first. Christian Ponder. Christian Ponder. Um, um, Josh I Rosen was another one. They gave up Josh on him that was a one year. You never got a chance. Yeah, Okay, guys, like, they were forced into that. They needed to learn.
1: Mhm, and I said somebody, and then I saw a um, comment here was talking about. The um, D Coleman said, oh, "We how do we know Ritter isn't ready?" said Troy was looking lost all season up until last week. Now he looks like a starting linebacker. That's that's because they gave him time to do so. That's the key uh, word. Oh uh, yeah. My my yeah, yeah. So it's pretty. So it's pretty much pretty pretty much basing it off of what Troy Anderson did this past game, and how he's starting to look more comfortable in the offensive stuff. But, oh, yeah, a couple, but but there's a difference with that though. Even though he was looking lost. So far in the beginning of the season, he was still getting snaps, so he was able to learn on the fly. See, with, that's a different position because at oh, linebackers, yeah, like I said, you 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 your linebackers are always interchanging. So, like I said, you're not expecting him to be the starting middle linebacker right off the bat. Like I said. Yes, he looked lost, but he got them ink He got them chances to get those snaps to kind of see what the hell is going on, to be able to read it from the sideline.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: then, like I said, yeah. once he got in the game last week, it's like a, uh-huh. a, a swish and a flip. Now, is, is he going to be able to replicate that this week? We don't know. Because we haven't seen him in a situation where he might legitimately start from the beginning of the
0: game. Oh, see, see, this is stuff I'm talking about.
1: I need to see Ritter because I don't want to blow a pick on a quarterback next year. I'd rather have a Will Edison, Jalen Card, especially if Ritter can be the guy. See, we're thinking too far ahead of the game right here, and this, this is one of the major issues. We can't think too far ahead because the problem is, is now the see they did, you're saying I'd rather have a Will Anderson or a Jalen Carter, which means you're not, you're really not expecting the Falcons to really do much this year. Like I said, is it a possibility the Falcons may not win another game this year? It's a possibility. But nobody thought the Falcons were going to win two of their first five games this year.
0: What are we we, we doing? What what are we doing? What what are we doing, people? Let's just, like, uh, this is no jab at you, but just listen to your comment. All right, let me just read this again, okay? I need to see Ritter... Because I don't want to blow a pick on a quarterback next year.
1: So so so, so basically, hold on. Let, 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 let's break that down right now. Break here. it
0: down. This is exactly what okay. I'm
1: about to do. I need to see Ritter because I don't want to blow a pick on a quarterback, which essentially means the saying is you're not really saying you're looking for Ritter in good faith. It's more so of – this is the guys who I really want.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 For, on, on top of that, the fact that you said, I don't want to waste, a, I don't want to blow a pick, blow a on, pick a on a quarterback. This year. How do you avoid all of that, K Styles? How do you avoid blowing a pick on a quarterback? Let's just let's just think just oh, like, oh, how okay. do you build a team a successful team we've we've been through this one of our one of our uh uh, uh famous quotes on this 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 this, this network is what case out
1: you build the trenches you run the damn ball and you win fucking games
0: it's that simple that's how you don't waste a damn pick on a quarterback. Mm-hmm. If you build the trenches, you run a damn ball, you don't have to worry about wasting picks on quarterbacks or first mm-hmm. round. So you can guess what? See, you can go get those defensive guys. You can go get that cornerback. Mm-hmm. You can go get a linebacker. You can go get one of the best kickers in college. if if he's a generational talent like a Sebastian Danikowski or Morton Anderson, you can do those those types of things when you build a team a proper way. But if Mm -hmm. you don't have a running game for any quarterback or any system in place for that quarterback, Mm -hmm. how are you going to know if the quarterback is good or not? You're not going to get a Matt Ryan ever again. You're never going to see a Peyton Manning ever again. You're never going to see another Drew Brees ever again. You're never going to see a Tom Brady and all these other uh, quarterbacks ever again. it are every organization is going to have one great quarterback. One it's very few organizations that have at least three, two to three Hall of Fame quarterbacks. I'm talking about generational talents. The Green Bay Packers are one. Um, The 49ers are another one. Uh, The Cowboys, I can say they there if you want to throw Troy Aikman in there. But, like, it's very seldom you're going to see quarterbacks grow on trees like that. So how teams like the Ravens have had you know, a sustain, uh, sustained success is building the trenches, running a damn ball, playing defense, sound special teams. Justin Tucker is one of the greatest kickers of all time. He don't miss a damn thing. Okay. This is how you don't worry this is how you don't worry about blowing a pick, blowing a pick on a quarterback. You build the team the proper way. So I understand what you did, but this this is what we always talk about.
1: Mm-hmm. And then look at what Josh said: Cooper Rush is five and zero as a starter. <laughs> Think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. Cooper, and, and this is crazy as hell because one of my coworkers today, who who was a Cowboys fan, pointed out to me that. They have an interesting dynamic to where Cooper Rush is actually offensive coordinator, was his teammate
0: <laughs> when they all came in the goddamn league together. Man, all Cooper Rush is doing is checking the damn ball Checking down, the
1: ball okay? off
0: and, and not and, doing it. Like I, said, all they're doing is, is running, running the damn ball
1: and checking the ball off, bro. Like you said, a, a lot of times, you, that, that's all you need. The main, thing is is- you, the main thing is you limit mistakes. Now, which brings to a point here. Turnovers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what? No, 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 I'm going to say that a little bit for later, a little bit for later. So let me ask everybody this. Um. Let me see. Okay, Shane said, Shane. Shane. Jamir left with Josh. Jane said, you never know when leaving him on the bench. (laughs) This is, I think this is where the issue kind of comes into, and this is kind of what we say before is when I'm, I'm gonna say it like this and I don't want to bring this up but um that video that video we saw that that I saw earlier that was in our chat mm-hmm. um where they were talking about this being a quarterback driven league see people like us as football fans a lot of us are so enamored by that starter and quarterbacks need to come in and automatically, okay, they need to be superstars right away type of thing. But there was a point in time in the NFL where I ain't going to say it was, it it was kind of rare to have quarterbacks come in right away and make an impact. Like you had to be a special, special talent, like you said, a uh, Dan Marino. That mother almost that, they they almost won the Super Bowl with him as a rookie. Mm-hmm. But look what happened after that. He never went back after that. And then we we need we we need we need to no, know we need to kind of realize right now Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot are playing mind games with the fans and the media. This is, like I said, this is what I mean by they're playing mind games is they're building something without giving away the plans, Am
0: I right, Mike? I mean, that's exactly right. I mean, uh, that's <laughs> wow. that's that's how you actually build a team. If everybody knows what you're gonna do, your opponents and your division can kind of plan for your yeah. demise. So that's the way things should be.
1: Because um, good, I'm about to say because if if they if, if it feels a case of Russia processes like that. Would Patrick Mahomes be the quarterback that he is now? We don't know. But guess what they did? Everybody keeps forgetting that that Kansas City Chiefs team was a 12-4 and football team that got ousted in the playoffs. They took a chance on Patrick Mahomes because guess what? Just like we said earlier, Mike,
0: what did they do? They ran the ball wheel. They had a great offensive line. They had wheel shields and that uh, offensive line. Like they had a damn good offensive line back then. Mm-hmm. They I mean, he already was a of, like, he up in age, but he was still he was still a quality officer. They still had a quality offensive line there. Right? Like, but they ran the ball and they played sound defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can take a you, you can take a chance on a quarterback.
1: You can take the chance on a quarterback when you're a 12 and 4 football team. The Kansas City Chiefs moved up 17 spots to get Patrick Mahomes. And he literally played one game, he really sat the whole entire year. Soaking up the knowledge.
0: hmm I mean, that's the same mm-hmm. thing. Ty- Tyree Hill became an absolute monster. He was drafted in the fifth round. Why are we worried about first-round picks? Grady Jarrett, another mm-hmm. fifth-round pick. Why are we worried about first-round picks? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. The New England Patriots, outside of cheating made their damn living off of getting value for their draft picks, which means they rarely drafted in the first round. They gave away first-round picks Uh to get second- and third-round picks. And guess what? Those first-round picks they gave up, Those second and third round picks they got for that first round pick. They paid the value of two players, of two draft picks, for one draft pick. And this is how they built their team. They didn't build their team with superstars. They built their team with guys that fit a system. This is what Baltimore used to do. Build a guy based on the. This is what the Steelers used to do. You have a culture,
0: and you build the team to fit that culture. I mean, that's how Tom Brady became. I mean, most of the big time quarterbacks, from Mm -hmm. Tom Brady all the way to, um. Joe Montana. Joe Montana was a third-round pick, people. It mm-hmm. wasn't a first-round pick. Why are we so infatuated with these first-round picks? Mm-hmm.
1: Like I said, is Desmond Ritter the better quarterback? To me, personally, yes, he is. He, I think, I like me, personally, I think he's the better quarterback, skill-wise.
0: Mm-hmm. Let me just tell right. you the basketball for a quick let's just like just real because Uh-oh. I like Uh-oh. I, Uh-oh. because Uh-oh. I, guy I, guy? I want I want people to remember this. And I'm the one I was not a Kobe Bryant fan. When he came into the league, all he was good for was dunking, because he couldn't shoot worth a damn. but he kept working on it he made his practices was legendary shooting a thousand shots every practice every day he worked on it michael jordan wasn't known for his shooting coming in he was known for his athleticism dunking on people and doing things steph curry came into the league he he, he was scrawny as hell
1: Ankles made out of tissue paper. Ankles made out of tissue paper.
0: Come on, man. I keep going on and on and on. Those guys actually worked on their game. That's that's what we're talking about. So a lot of these times when we look at these players, we look at what they are now, not what they are when you drafted. Yeah, Will Anderson looked good in college because he's not going against great college. Because you go back and look at that game against Georgia, where was Will Anderson? (laughs) I'm just saying. He didn't make a lot of plays. Georgia neutralized him when they started running the goddamn ball. They ran all through Alabama. And you take that to the NFL, the NFL is going to do exactly that. They're going to force you to be physical. They're going to attack your weaknesses in the NFL. They love, for especially guys like Matt Ryan and Drew Brees, Tom Brady, these guys love to pick on the worst player, okay? They're going to make sure they pick on the worst player in the run and in the pass, and they're going to go after it Time and time and time again. So, if they feel like, all right, Marita. he stays in the pocket a little bit too long, guess what? They're going to start sending some delayed blitzes because they know the quarterback is going to sit there and sit there and sit there and sit there when he's not going to throw the ball. That's what Marita has been doing in the preseason. He sits there and sit there and sit there, and then they send those delayed blitzes because he's looking for wide receivers to get open rather than actually throwing guys open. There's a difference between the types of quarterbacks.
1: And then, like you said, we got to add, like, sitting behind, sitting down for a year is not a bad thing. Like you said, if you have a culture staff that believes in what you're doing, because remember – My 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 bad, cat, cat, cat scratching against the wall. I don't know how to <laughs> hell a, a cat scratching up against a brick wall. But, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, we have to remember, too, like I said, it's nothing wrong with that because even if you draft a quarterback in the third round, that's still a big investment and a quarterback. Now, it may not be as big of an investment as a first-round quarterback, but you, you drafting a quarterback within the first three rounds, this is a guy that you are expecting to be the future.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: See, the problem is is we when we look at these quarterback positions and how they're evaluated based on media perception is if you're not drafted in the first round, you're no good. And Fidel Ella here had an interesting point. She said that Mariota looks better than what his stats say.
0: We saw that last
1: week. All them drop Buried. passes, Buried, Like I said, out of those fourth quarters, some fourth quarters that the Falcons didn't had these past five games, they came down to Marcus Mariota have to make a certain throw or two, and he made those throws in those situations that kept the Falcons within the within striking distance of these games.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, do we need them, him to do it for all four quarters? Yes, we need to see this offense hitting on all cylinders from the beginning to the end. But, and this is credit, this is and like I said, and this is credit to the Falcons' defense. This is credit to those guys. This is credit for. For so for these guys having that mindset of like, nah we we not finna give up without a fight. This is why we give the credit to the culture that they are trying to set here.
0: Let me throw some stats out there for you guys. Because uh this this is a team that was literally in the super bowl last year
1: They was giving hey, hold, on. Up. hold on mike before you get a stash man listen hey man we gotta, we gotta get some of these likes up man we got 103 people in here okay. we, we need to get this thing up to at least 50. so we gotta hit the we gotta hit six man timeout right quick and let y'all hit that like button bro but yeah make sure y'all go ahead and hit that like button Make sure you go. Make sure you hit that subscribe button as well for your boy Six Man K Styles as well as Mad Mike Sports. I need to get him to the 10K side of the game, and I'm and my goal is the 2K side of the game. You're you, a,
0: you a handful away from 2K himself, so let yeah, let's get, yeah, let's
1: get you, let's get you up there as well. got the beats. The beats. All right. That was a quick out right there. We right there, man. We definitely mm-hmm. appreciate y'all, man. Definitely appreciate y'all. The one thing y'all don't realize about that like button which is free is it helps the algorithms for these channels to get more eyes on them. Mm-hmm. Viewerships do it too, but they looking at interactions and stuff. And like I said, we need to show these people that there are Falcon fans out here that are down with the team that can talk about Falcon football without have to put a negative narrative all the damn time. Nothing wrong with criticism, but there's mm-hmm. a difference between criticism criticism and just being a negative Nancy. But, Mike, you said you had some stats for us, man. Go ahead and bless us with
0: those stats. So, you know, every show we got to give a man Mike stat of the day. So, today's stat uh, is brought to you by Manscaped, so if you guys want to a couple of uh you know some shavers. you got a nice little beard. you want to kind of shave you know um and get that little man region in check because uh, um you go a a certain someone's house and you get over there and you're looking at her and then you're looking at yours like damn uh i think i should have did something you don't want that mistake so Go ahead and go over to Manscaped, get you a shaver, 20% off free shipping by using the code AFN. That's all you need to do. You get a 20% discount on anything um, and free shipping. But this stat is awfully familiar for what we're doing. Now, my thing is, why does the Atlanta Falcons get looked down upon when the team that was literally in the Super Bowl and everybody thought there was a generational offense and these guys were just going to blow up the league and just, you know, we had a couple of people in here and they somehow it went quiet. Um But that's it. That's a whole nother subject. But these people were saying that, you know, Cincinnati offense was just, they were going to burn up the entire league. Well, Cincinnati last week, when we're talking about Baltimore, a team that is been giving up damn near 300, 400 yards consistently this year. They had 217 yards passing with all of their talent. Repeat that 217 yard passing, mm-hmm. 101 yards rushing. Now, mm-hmm. the Vikings don't have any of that. You wait, see where wait, I'm going, K Style. You see what I'm. The Falcons don't have wait, a Joe Wait, team. wait, hold on.
1: Hello. <laughs> Hello. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, we don't have so, a Joe Mixon. So, so, are you telling me that Sho, Joe Shiesty? hmm And yeah. Jamar Chase and T Higgins. hmm And Hayden Hurst, Tyler yeah. Boy, Joe Mixon. The next, like you said, the the next the next most explosive offense in the league.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Putting up the Atlanta Falcons, uh numbers. But the Falcons are getting criticized for doing exactly what they're doing. Without the talent. Mm. With all that talent, they should never be having, they should never have anything less than 250 yards pass With that talent and that quarterback. And that running back, why, well, they got three good uh, wide receivers. Two, I'll, I'll just say two good wide receivers. Now they got three. Tyler Boyd is, is a damn good he's a He's a pretty good one himself. So this is what I'm talking about. If I was going to have that talent and we're putting up the exact same numbers. So at the end of the day, this is one of the reasons why we say you got to trust the Scheme, because at some point in time, those guys are going to get it. Chemistry is everything. You get figured out in this NFL real quick. And that's the defenses from other, like, the opponents. Offenses start to figure out what you're doing. Defense start to figure out what you're doing. And this is where the strong survives. Because injuries are going to occur. You're going to get those third and fourth strangers coming in, some backups coming in. And then the Falcons... They stay healthy. They're going to start making plays. So at the end of the day, you know, Cincinnati, they're being figured out right now with the best talent, one of the best uh, offenses in the league. They're being figured out. What's their excuse?
1: I'm going to tell you exactly what Cincinnati's problem was. It's the same problem the Falcons have been dealing with for the last – eight to ten years. (laughs) You build the team from the outside in instead of the Uh inside out. Mm. Mm. They still giving up sacks. The biggest difference this year is that nobody, like I said, nobody fears them. And they they can't shock nobody. They can't surprise nobody because, like I said, the tape is out there.
0: Oh, and um, they- by the way, uh called me. You said should have fed Mixon. Well, Mixon is he he got some tails in his game right now, and the offense is strong. You, you saw that? I seen that. Yeah, he got some tails in his game, and everybody figured him out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, if
1: for a lot of people that don't know what Mike is talking about, um, there was actually some footage that got put out that I saw today that says that Joe Mixon's cadences are actually telling what the plays are in Cincinnati.
0: This is when we talk about repetition with quarterback. These are the subtle things that defenses pick up. You ever you remember when uh Deion Sanders and uh Chad uh Johnson was they was you know mm-hmm. back and forth and they were they were standing in front of each other and said, based on your foot, I know where you're gonna go. Mm-hmm. These are the things that NFL defenses can pick up on. Right. You they can see your shoulder like this. Uh, they can see you looking up like this, and it's like I already know what you're doing. hmm That's a subtle. This is what we always talk about: the small intricate details of football that you got to get down right. Julio Jones, I know you guys remember the when um Xavier uh, Rose was talking about um, mm-hmm. Julio Jones. He was like Julio Jones is probably one of the only the wide receivers in the league that you he never you could never tell where he was. Uh, where he was going on the field, but when he mm-hmm. was getting the ball, he was like Julio would have an extra pepping in his step, and he picked up on that type of stuff. So he knew Julio was getting getting the ball, so Julio Jones had to go back and correct that part of it. So he wow. would have to he would go back have to jog the same way each time because Rose picked up on that type of stuff. These are the small intricate details that college. Players, when they come out of the lead they got to break these types of habits because teams pick up on this type of stuff this is why Cincinnati yeah. is struggling right now
1: yeah man like you said Jamar Chase ain't taking the top off the defenses like he did last year they taking that away from him Like you said, the season's still early, but, but right now, the Cincinnati Bengals look like the Cincinnati Bengals of 2003.
0: Hmm. mm look, we're not here to burst you guys' bubble when it comes nah. down to, like, crap on your favorite teams. But this is what we're talking about. This is why Bill Belichick had to cheat so many years because he could, you know, record people. uh, And like I said, this is is not a shot at him, but this is the reason why he was doing these types of things. So he can pick up all those subtle things with their offense and uh, with their formations. They typically do this in this formation and that formation, they do this. Those Mm. are the reason why, they, that's why he was doing it. It's because he didn't know the play that was going, because, they're all like I said, we've been saying for years, ain't nothing in the NFL new. We're, they've been running pistols since the 1940s. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They've been mm-hmm. running pistol formations forever. It ain't nothing new. The spread offense, ain't nothing new about the spread offense. The Falcons were running that. The Houston Oilers were running that. Everybody was running that spread offense. This is nothing new when it comes down to football and formations thing. It's about the subtle, intricate details of football that teams pick on. The great coaches look for. They look for when a when a quarterback says, when he do that type of stuff, they can hear it in his voice if he's trying to do a certain thing. If he if he if he just said real quick, just Hudah! he know he ain't he he is you know <laughs> those type of thing. Whatever quarterbacks, like some quarterbacks. Would use the same, that's why you hear Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning would use the same cadence all the time, but other quarterbacks they would change their cadence and you know they will change mm-hmm. their voice levels as far as the cadence is concerned. And defense can pick up on these types of things. So, this, mm-hmm. this is the reason why a guy like Desmond Ritter had to sit back and learn these types of things because, right, these like I said, these, team, these people, I mean, they they got. Mic microphones now, bro. They pick up everything. Why you think mic is so everything? Mic'd up everything. The show. <laughs> they picking up everything. That's the reason why they got mic'd up these days. They ain't doing that for our entertainment.
1: Why? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, that was the same Joe Mason that hit that woman in the bar. Yeah.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. he,
1: he was actually supposed to be a first round pick running back that year, but after he got in that incident, he fell all the way to the third round. But, well, um, shout out to Bridget for that one. And Jody here said, Love you guys, such intelligent football conversations. I learned so much. Thank you. Hey, we definitely appreciate that, man. Appreciate but, that, man. but, it ain't also just us. I mean, like I said, we go off of the comments from the people that watch mm-hmm. the shows of us all the time, the people that hit us up, and a lot of y'all don't realize that a lot of these shows that we do, and Juan Hill would tell you, a lot of these shows that we do
0: mm-hmm.
1: come from y'all.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We take we take no credit for that. Like tonight's conversation. This tonight's conversation has been a brewing conversation, a brewing topic within the Falcon fan base since the beginning of the season.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Y'all look, I can y'all can say one yo you can have one comment and y'all have no idea. <laughs> how that, it, it, how that it hurt my nerve. He'll just say one thing and say, Oh hell no, I'm about to go live. Bam! And I have a, I, like I have all these thoughts in my head, It's so not do a live. Mm-hmm. It's just based on y'all comments. So this is the reason why we love when you guys comment. Please exactly. guys, Even if we don't agree, y'all will spark up an entire show for probably the entire <laughs> week just by commenting <laughs> something. <laughs> we encourage you guys to comment you i don't care we don't we don't agree i love it when we disagree
1: one one of my my biggest the biggest video that i i have on my channel came from a damn comment from a, a show that had <laughs> right. nothing to do right. with right the damn show and for those mm. that don't know is the biggest video i got on my channel is lamar jackson to Atlanta, and that all came mm-hmm. from a damn question that had nothing to do with the show that it came from.
0: None of <laughs> <laughs> so y'all spark these conversations.
1: Mm-hmm. Talk about <laughs> what you, say. you sound like a PBS commentator coming from viewers like you. I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> y'all like, Lord have mercy. Hey man, I ain't, I need to ain't go live, boy. PBS used to be my shit. Bro. Man, that I mean, be bold, hey, look, boy. look, look, bro, bro, look, bro, bro, where, 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 where? Bob Reading Ross Rainbow. <laughs> look, look, look. When Reading Rainbow came on, Bob Ross came on, bro. New Yankee Workshop, boy. Yes, like, sir. Woo. Man, come on,
0: man. Y'all, hey, y'all don't know. <laughs> <laughs> y'all don't know nothing about that, bro.
1: But but when Bob God, Ross come God, look, look look bro when, when Bob Ross come on bro I'm I'm glued to the TV.
0: Oh yeah, I'm glued to the TV. Bro, I don't know. It was just something about his voice. that this was just like so. I guess soothing. Like
1: because he, he was a damn hippie.
0: This like <laughs> I had a pink squirrel. That, that's probably <laughs> what it was. That probably was, I, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what it was That's probably exactly what it was <laughs> 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 you know, this boy a little, little for real. Look, look, look! He's like,
1: all the little trees and shrubs, and the one thing all a lot of people don't realize, <laughs> thing don't realize about Boston,
0: a lot of people don't realize about it all makes all sense, now that you it, it may sense now that you say it. It makes sense now that you say it, he used to love to paint trees. You know what I'm saying? Love to paint trees and
1: bushes and <laughs> landscape. I'm like, boy, what? Let me I throw like a little win? green right here.
0: That little dab of green right here, man. Bite. That
1: boy had shrooms. <laughs> Fuck that boy. That that that, that was that was. That was Streams. He was on. Yeah, got a white white man with an afro like that. He Come on, man. Happy to paint these little happy trees. You know, when I was on the nature walk the other day, and you know, I was just sitting there, and I'm looking at the squirrels and looking at the squirrels, um, just chewing, just chewing on the acorn, and I was like, man, life is just so beautiful. I didn't know what the hell I'm <laughs> talking about, but it sounds so good when he
0: was <laughs> <laughs> going to put
1: a little brush right here. That'll be our little secret.
0: <laughs> oh man!
1: I wonder if anybody noticed that Bob Ross, Bob Ross's paint style was so simplistic that it was fucking mm. amazing. This dude did mm-hmm. nothing but paint and fucking X's. The whole goddamn show. Everything mm-hmm. was X, 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 everything. Well, mm-hmm. outside of when he he had to do the little dab one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> reading Rainbow Boy, Lavar Burton, that's like, hey, welcome to the happy world of reading.
0: That's the happiest nigga I ever seen in my life. (laughs) I'm like, damn, boy, you went from roots to reading rainbows, bro. I'm like, God (laughs) Hi,
1: guys.
0: How are you doing? I'm going to read a great book today. I
1: think he was on shrooms doing that too. (laughs)
0: Come on with me. Let's go read.
1: (laughs) I'm oh You there. Go. Let's go ahead and open this book. <laughs> yeah, see, you see what I'm doing now, and this is why people love this show. Cause you see what we did. We just went from talking to, <laughs> to reading Rainbow and Barbara. Oh, but yeah, man. Hey, man, kid, and, and that's the and, and that's the one thing that I will say about our kids. Today are kind of missing out on, it just having those type of programs where it was just simple. Oh my god, yeah. So you talking about they're this they're old, old house, yeah, this old house that's was old
0: another. house that one too, yeah.
1: Zoom was another, but Zabooma food that was another. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he said, tell us a story, Zabooma. I was going down and mountain and I was doing like this, leave, leave, leave.
0: <laughs> bro, I still don't know what the hell the thing was doing.
1: What, I'm, bro? I'm telling you, man. All the I'm PBS, always like this. look, look, I'm, look. I'm, I'm telling y'all right now. All those shows on PBS, everybody was on shrooms or crap. Yeah,
0: everybody, <laughs> even the kids on Zoom was on shrooms. Uh, they had to be, ain't no way. I ain't never seen people that happy in my life. They mm-hmm. <laughs> are Arthur. What a wonderful kind of
1: day, we can work and play, and get along with each other. We listen to the heart, listen to the beat, listen to the rhythm. of up the street, open up your eyes, open. Oh, we're not gonna do Fred Fred We're Not We're to Working <laughs> together, it's a simple message, and it comes I'm from from, from, from the right. Believe in yourself because that's the place to start. And I said, hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, what a wonderful kind of day. We can come to it. Yeah, Mister Rogers was on that shit too. And that motherfucker had a song for everything. Mister Rogers, Man, a song for tennis shoes. Time <laughs> I'm tying my shoes. We're gonna have a day. I'm gonna check the mailbox to see if everything is a
0: okay. <laughs> 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 Oh, we're going to take everybody to uh a whole damn memory lane,
1: oh, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Come and let's play together, together in the bright sunny weather. weather. Let's all go to Gullah Island. Gula Gula. That was the ugliest <laughs> come yellow phone. Gullah
0: Gullah Island.
1: Hey, that's from the Gullah Geeky tribe, bro. They, they said we got to put respect on their name. That show was still crazy with <laughs> that big ass yellow frog though.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> oh, I got one for y'all too. Eureka's castle. No, no, no.
0: <laughs> it's funny. It's it's funny that you man, because bro, I literally watched every last one of them. Mm-hmm. I, I never missed that. Exactly. I never missed them. Exactly. Good gosh. Hey, damn! We, God, yeah, Um, I think we showing our age (laughs) on. They were like, "What the hell, y'all? Y'all forgot about a lot of this stuff, man." Yeah, I I, I think y'all, bro. Mm -hmm. I'm telling y'all, y'all gonna be going down memory lane, bro. Oh my god, wait, man! What what was the? What was the other
1: show? What was the other
0: show they did? What's the other show they used to come over? They had the old, a, uh, they had a cart, they had a cart of you, Clifford, Clifford uh, the Big Red Dog, yeah. Curious. I mean, Dog. obviously Sesame Street, but I oh, like no, Sesame I, Street for a different. Oh, oh oh, oh, oh! I got, I got. One. I like oh. Sesame Street because I like goddamn uh I, I got Oscar the He, boy, that man would trump people out all <laughs> the damn time. I love the hell out of him. What's that? Big Bird.
1: Ah, shut up. <laughs> Get away oh, from mine! My... Oh Lord, 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 Lord! Wait a minute! I just had one of my, like you said, somebody said Beetle Boys, Magic School Bus. Oh my, bus.
0: Oh, Beetle my Boys. God! Wow, that's one. I wanted to Beetle Boys. And, then, and, boy. and,
1: and the Gadget. That was another. One. <laughs> Ren and Steppy War. A... with my, but
0: that was, that was my thing. That, but that, was, that was it. Dragon Tails was another one. I love the hell out oh, of Dragon oh, Tails. Oh, 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 I got oh, another y'all, y'all ain't ready for that. Y'all ain't ready for this one. No, don't do the sing alone with Lamb Chops. That shit ain't going to ever stop. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I don't know where really that motherfucker is going to stop.
1: Hey, look, look. The bird steam Bears was my shit.
0: That one, too. Yep. <laughs> that one, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, oh, Dang,
1: no. boy. Wild and crazy, wild and crazy kids. Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. good. Legends of the Hidden Temple.
0: <laughs> Captain Kangaroo. Well, what was it? What was Camp,
1: what's it? Camp Salute Your shorts. Um, they had a Western one too. I always <laughs> forget the name of. It. They had. Are you afraid? Oh, uh, damn!
0: What's that?
1: They was supposed to be like cowboys or something like it. Was supposed mm-hmm. to be like kid cowboys or something like that. I can't. I always forget the name of that. Yeah, had Double Dare. Uh, damn boy, y'all bad. Oh we god! They that was back oh, in nineteen ninety-two, bro. And and bro, that was thirty years ago.
0: <laughs> wow. Hey <laughs> Dude was another one yeah bro, yeah bro. we gonna turn this we gonna turn this whole show into
1: <laughs> <turn> this whole <laughs> show. nostalgia this, project this whole show that got depressing now cause damn boy that shit was damn near over 25 years ago when these shows was at its peak.
0: wow yeah hey man shoot Oh boy, it was like Captain Kangaroo. Captain Kangaroo, wow, yeah, I I do remember that. Captain Planet, with my shit, that was, it was dumb as hell, but I love Captain Planet. For whatever. Captain
1: he Planet, he's a <speaking>
0: hero. gonna take pollution down <speaking> Hebrew. to zero. <speaking> damn, we <speaking> are. A damn, know these damn uh songs too, golly.
1: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja, <laughs> turtle. Teenage mutant ninja oh. Turtles. Oh, oh, I got, I got, I got one for all. I got one for all my peoples. My brother and me was <laughs> my shit. My brother, Man. Alfie. Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: Oh, oh man! Oh man! Good God! Yeah, we don't really, want from P- we we don't want for PBS to all our cartoon lineup sitting from our, right after school. why mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, while you doing your homework,
1: while you doing your homework,
0: <laughs> <laughs> doing your homework. <laughs> oh my God!
1: See, see, like I said. They don't know, man. They 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 really don't know, bro. They don't know. Uh-huh. Bill Nye, a science guy. Uh-huh. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego?
0: Where in the world
1: is Carmen <laughs> San Diego? San Diego. <laughs> oh my lord, 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 lord! Them game shows used to be up, chain. I ain't even gonna tell.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Oh yeah. Oh oh. <laughs> of course they told it how it would say No, nah, we, 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 we ain't going down <laughs> that road. We ain't going that road. We're <laughs> not doing <laughs> that one. <laughs> <He> coach <co-setting> said puzzle <laughs> place. Um it was another one too, bro. What what was that other one that used to come right after that? It was Carmen San Diego. Nick Arcade. <laughs> Nick Arcade was one of the major reasons why video games became popular.
0: Mm, goosebumps. Wow. I totally
1: forgot about that one. right man, every time I think about Goosebump, I think about them damn book fairs. Boy, I always got mm-hmm. a goosebump, um, yeah, fair, mm-hmm. but I never read it for some reason. I always
0: <laughs> I... am, you either.
1: I never read it. <laughs> I never, I, never... <laughs> I used to buy goosebump books at them book fairs all the time, but I, the never time, I never the book. read the
0: books. <laughs> But I was waste a lot of my parents' money, boy.
1: <laughs> now, now if I have been like how I am today, I definitely would be reading them. All right, y'all um, man, we're gonna go ahead and wind this damn. So we'll be at this moment. I, I, I got I got I got, I got, I, got some, <laughs> this, I got some video clips I need to be watching now because of y'all asses. Um mm-hmm.
0: so this episode will be on Matt Mike Sports on all the uh Spotify podcasts so you might want to check that out about 11 o'clock tonight um tomorrow it should be on so this
1: is all that this is all that hell shit when cool when coolio died i forgot to sing the king and the kale thing song Mm-hmm. Everybody out there go run and tell your homeboys, homegirls, the top of Keenan and Kill. They keep you laughing in the <laughs> afternoon, so don't touch that <clears throat> down. Love, leave your food, because they always in some fun, and you don't want to miss it. It's double K, like two good ways. Keenan Kill, should I say Kill and Keenan, because you got to watch Keenan, because Keenan be scheming with a plan or a plot. They make it to the top, because they kind of in the middle, because they always getting caught. This ain't the hardest one to Mr. Reese, Keenan Kelly, the Slim, a seafood abroad, Africa Stella. Magic Karima, Pennettella, somebody's in trouble. All oh, here it goes. Oh, net, nee, 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 nee. Okay, we about to go ahead and end this show because, like I said, y'all have got me. Now I gotta start watching some clips. <laughs> hey, there, everybody, tuning in to the Six Man Combo. Y'all have brought us down memory lane on some cartoons that I have to go back and watch so you already know. Y'all go ahead and continue to support Six Man K Styles as well as Mad Mike Sports. And stay tuned tomorrow for the Heavy Hitters as we give our three keys for the Falcons versus 49ers game. And right after that, you're going to get Dirty Bird Thursdays with one we Madness. We're Night Riders. We're Ed. we Blackberry. So y'all stay tuned for this lineup we're going to give y'all this week. Also coach. Because guess what, people? We ain't here to play. We here to stay. We here to stay. You ain't gotta go
0: home. Uh uh-uh. oh But you gotta it? Yeah.
1: I got one, one more. Kimber the White Line.
0: Oh Ooh. my God, you really did throw that one in. there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What was it? What was it? Bear, oh, Bear I still watch the- Big They all did Uh but yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: What? What was? What, what was it? Bear. Bear in the Big Blue House. Oh that was the god. ugliest bear suit ever, bro. That motherfucker look, fat bastard. <laughs> <with her on. laughs> oh my god! All right, people. Deuces. Good.